0: Get going, today's daf, I get the vach today's daf is daf memvav, page 46, and we're going to pick up from the Mishnah, on the bottom of mem hei yom Bez, about uh, 12 lines from the bottom of the daf. All right, mem hei yom let us get cracking. Somebody divorces his wife, because of a shame ra. information about immorality, La sir, lach is not going to take her back. However, mishum neder if he divorced her because he he uh, was upset about a vow that she took. Rabbi Yudai, Reb says, "I'm sorry, mishum neder la Also, mishum neder la Also, he's not allowed to remarry her. Rabbi Yudai, Reb says, by if he divorced her because of a public vow, la he can't take her back by Ram. But if if it's not known to the public, then Yaxir, he is." He is permitted to remarry her Okay Now Gamara is going to get into the various reasons for each thing Yeah That we want to make sure it's not so easy for a woman to uh, To make a vow uh, And to be very quick To make a vow Now um, But the main thing we're concerned about Is she makes a public vow Because public vows You really have a It's much harder to remove them Than private vows He says we'll be, be tougher on her When it comes to public vows Rabbi Meir says, "Call neder shetzarachidus chacham. Any neder that needs a chacham to remove the neder and hakira back and forth, Yachzir is allowed to take her back. For she is but doesn't need a chacham, then Yachzir he's permitted to remarry her." Amar Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, "That the reason why a person who divorces his wife when she makes a neder." That's needed uh, that a is needed to remove is only because of 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 a vow which doesn't need a khacham. Umrabihuda, which needs to be explained. Okay, well the grammar will explain this. Amra Basi Brabihuda, my sabbatin' story in Sidon Bakh Shamralaishta. So the guy says wife to if I don't divorce you. So he's creating a prohibition upon himself. If I don't divorce you, if I then the, you know I'll do such as I'll, such thing will be pro, whatever it is will be prohibited. The girl should divorce her, but she actually ran him, but Benay Tikanayim the Chum allowed him to remarry her because of Tikanayim for the benefit of society, and we'll see how this is for the benefit of society. Zok the Gemara. I'm Rabbi Yisef Parminunmi. I'm Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman who says Rabbi Nachman. B'usha Marla Mishum Sheim Rani Mitziacho. It's only when he tells his wife, I'm divorcing you because of immorality. Mishum nadrani I'm divorcing you because of your vows. If he said, this is the reason why I'm divorcing you, then he's not allowed to take her back. Kosovar, because he holds, time my. what's the reason that the Chumet, you're not allowed to take her back if you divorce her for these reasons? Mishum kilkula. Because of kilkula. Because of the possibility of the husband at a later time trying to ruin the divorce. Okay? Now let's explain what this was. So our Mishnah had said that if a husband, excuse me, if a husband uh, divorces his wife because, uh, because of immorality or because of a vow, and then it turns out that it wasn't true, It wasn't true, you're still not allowed to take her back. Why? Gesera chachamim. What they, the chum were guys? What they were concerned about is. If let's say you have a man who divorces his wife because of immorality, she is now divorced, she'll marry another guy, and then it turns out whatever the first husband thought to be true was actually false. So husband number one might say, hey, I want her back now. I only divorced her on the grounds of her having had an extramarital relationship. Now that I know it wasn't true, I I didn't intend for it to be a valid get. And he's going to want her back. Now if it's talking not a valid get, she's going to have to leave her second husband. So the Chum say, anybody who divorces his wife because of a claim of shame, because of immorality, or because of a vow, you're done. If that's what you say, whether or not it's true, you're done. You're not taking her back. Okay? So if Nachman says, "Mishum We don't want the husband being Makalkal and ruining the divorce at a later date. Iyamer lahachisif he says the reason why he's divorcing her Matsi We have that concern. We have that suspicion. If, Eli, if he never says to matsi makalkel, he can't come later on and be like, oh, "I didn't know." Yeah, get out of here! Why would you? You didn't tell anybody that the get was dependent on that in the first place, and therefore, I get and tug have a good day. We're not listening to you. Yigedah Amri. Those who learned it as follows: Amr beis Ramiu Mi Amr of Nachman, Tzoroch Shi La. Those men I said her have a yaidas. You should know. Shem Yishum Shem Rani Maziach. I'm divorcing you because of Shem Because of my suspicion of immorality. Mishum Nader Rani or because of another. Because of our time in my gedeish la Yibonai Yisrael perutz eyes by Raisvin Adar. And we don't want Jewish women to breach barriers. That's a perutz priestess. To, break, to breach barriers when it comes to immoral relationships and being quick to take vows. Therefore, he has to state, the husband has to state specifically as to why he is divorcing her. We have a brisa, like the first way we learned the statement of Rav Nachman, and a brisa supporting the second way we learned the statement of Rav Nachman. Now let's go through these two brisas. In other words, either way that we're understanding Rav Nachman, there's going to be a brisa backing up his Allah. And let's go through the two brisas. Tanik lishna kamo. The like the first uh, approach of Rav Nachman of Mishum Kilkula, that were concerned of a husband at a later date coming and, and saying that I never intended to divorce her. What's that braise? Amr of Meir Meir says, "Bibnei Mishum Shem Why is the Rabana make a decree? That is somebody divorce why? Because the Shem Rali Yaksir is not allowed to remarry her. Mishum Rali Yaksir because of a vow is not allowed to remarry her. Shema because maybe she's going to go marry somebody else to the And it's going to come out that the whole. Concern initially was null and void. Never happened. The first husband's going to say, "If I would have known the whole thing wasn't true, there's no way for all the money in the world I ever would have divorced over them get butto, But now, Mamzerim is going to come out that his original get is nullified, and any kids he has from the second marriage are a bunch of little Mamzerim running around. So we can't afford to have that happen to Klai Yisrael. Therefore, I'm Rimlai. We say to the husband, when he's giving the get, have a you should know. Let me tell you something, Zizkait. You are done. Whether or not it comes out to be true or not true, you will not remarry her. End of story. All right. So you see, that one reason why the rabana made a degree is mishum Kilkula. That concern. What about the other mahalach, the second b'ris tannic mishnah b'asher? Amr blazer be rebichia. You see, the pneuma amrul mightzishne mishum shem ral layachzer mishum neder layachzer. So you benayis all produce b'ris ben a darim. Lefika chayim r'mli we say to him amar lo your wife have you dash mishum shem rani mishum nadar ani mitziyacha bury it. Two dots, beautiful. Okay, so b'ris is supporting either. Um, either approach. Bottom line is, we have the halacha of our Mishnah. Alright? If a person divorces his wife, or because of nether, do You are not allowed to remarry her because of the gzera. Why is there a gzera? Two approaches. Alright. Two dots. Zok to Mishnah. If he divorces because of a vow that the public knew about, then he's not allowed to take her back. If it wasn't known to the public, then he's allowed to take her back. Okay? Now, what's the difference between a public vow and a non-public vow? What do we learn in the Mishnah? Whether or not you could remove it. Okay, Whether or not it could be nullified. I'm Rabbi Shubin Levi, Rabbi Levy says... <laughs> B'nai Yisrael did not hit them... Because the leaders had sworn to them. This is the famous story of the, call it probably the first story, the first gerim who came and mach uh, shtik to be members of Klau Yisrael. okay? What happened was, Bnei Yisrael were instructed to kill out those who were dwelling in the land of Canaan. There was a group of people that dressed up and they pretend like they were from a faraway place, they weren't from Canaan, and they said they came because they wanted to join Klau Yisrael. they converted, And ultimately, they didn't convert out of love for Hashem or for, you know, out of love for the They converted out of fear. But since we swore to them that if they convert, we're not going to hurt them, we didn't nullify their vow. So you see that a vow that we made publicly in front of the Eidah is not able to be removed. Otherwise, we would have said, hello, Uh, we are nullifying our promise, and you guys are dead ducks. The Rabbanon and the Rabbanon... Who hold... the Rabban, They say you're allowed to remove a public vow. Well, they say... In that case... When they came to Yeshua... Who accepted the shvua. Let me explain. Once they said... We came from a distant land... And it wasn't true. Say the Rabbanon... Let me tell you something. The whole oath of not hurting them was... On the assumption... That they were from a faraway place, but that wasn't that was a mistake. That was a scam. Like Chayil Shua Klaus so the wasn't valid. Why didn't we kill them? Hashem. We didn't kill them because of Kidush Hashem. Meaning, sometimes it's absolutely mutter to do something, but it's not going to look good. It's not going to look good for klaus Yisrael. Okay, and therefore we didn't want people to say anything negative about QA, so that's why they weren't killed. Kamarab, how much is the public? Abnakun Amar Gimel, Rabizar Gomar Asur, Abnachun Ammar Gimel, Yaman Baez Rabim Gimel. Bizagom Asar Dhsiv Ada, the congregation, Eda we know is ten. From where? The Maraglam, the spies are called an Ada. Alright, Voiter in Mishneh, Remey Ram are called another star of Hulu, any nether that needs a chacham um, to remove it so he can't take her back. The reason why they, re- they did not allow him to take back a woman uh, that he divorces because of a vow that needs a chacham is because of a vow that does need a chacham. Let's explain. But my commemorative, what source of the machaika Mayor sovereign mayor, holds a person wants his wife to have to deal with going through Besdin, even though it's going to make her uncomfortable because he wants her nether removed. Okay? He wants her removed. So we're concerned that a husband may go ahead and claim that if he would have known the vow could be removed, I never would have divorced her and that's going to be mighty laz on her second marriage. Therefore, we don't want him to do that. So we say la yaksir. A person doesn't want to do that And therefore Even if the husband comes and says Oh if I would have known I would have had her go to Bezin And remove the vow We're not concerned about that Because we'll say Normal husbands don't do that There's a story in Ma'isa. What's the purpose of this whole story? There's a missing part of the Mishra When do we say That if a woman makes a vow That needs a Chacham to remove That you're not allowed to take her back that is Kishen Nadra, he. That's when she made a nether. Aval Nadra, he who? Let's say he was the one who said, I'm making a nedir, I'm going to divorce you. Yachsir, that is, he's allowed to take her back. V'yomar av'esbih, adds on to this. My tsunami b'tzidna is also a story that took place in A fellow said to his wife, Kainam ameni m'garshtih, Kainam it's to me, if I don't divorce you. So he's the one who made a nether, and then he did divorce her. V'tir le'chach, Chum allowed him to take her back for the benefit of the world. What does that mean? What took place over here? Top of and Bay is my kainam. What does he mean? Kainam, if I don't divorce you, I will never eat another fruit. I will never eat another fruit. That's how confident I am to divorce you. If I don't divorce you, I won't touch an apple. I won't touch a pomegranate. I won't touch a date. Yeah. vetiru lo'i shiach shivana. The allowed him to take her back. Pshita. Okay. Says the Gemara. Why not? He's the one who made the, the Kainam. So we're not concerned about her vows. What would be the logic to not allow him to take her back? Maotei I would have thought to say. Legzrami Shum De of Let's make a gzerah Because of Rav issue. Now what's Rav issue? The Tanya. Learn to De Rav Nusun Ki Bona Bama. Somebody makes it a vow. It says if. He built a bama, a forbidden mizbeach. The Be, kaimoi and a person who keeps the vow without removing it—meaning, when you make a vow, like we learned the dharm, you're setting yourself up for isurim. If you keep the vow and don't remove it, kilo hikrav a love carbon. Not only do you build a forbidden altar, you're making a carbon on this altar. K'maschal, the Mishnah lets us know we're not going to forbid the husband. For uh, take her back because we don't want him to make the uh, vow in the first place. Okay, so again, what would be the concern? The concern was maybe we shouldn't allow him. So he, he'll learn a lesson. Don't don't take any vows. Rather, we allow him to take her back. Why? For the benefit of the world, says the Gemara. How is this benefiting the world that this marriage is getting back together? My tikkun olam. Ika, a guy says he want to divorce my wife. If, uh, everything's forbidden to me if I don't divorce you and he divorced her we take, take it back we take an What's gotta do how's it benefiting the world Omrav you're right this specific case you're not benefiting the world it's just benefiting him but Aresha it's going back on the first part of the Mishnah which is explaining why if a person divorces his wife because of immorality divorces his wife because of vows we allow him to uh, we ch yeah, we we say that he cannot ruin the second marriage. Omar of Shehza, Reish, If you know Omar Laila Masev is going on this part of the Mishnah of El-Khikadani, that over here, there is not a issue of tikkun Naila. Okay, and therefore, we will allow him to take her back. Usually we won't allow him to take her back so that people don't, we're not dealing with, uh, you know, possible uh, nullifying the get at a later date. Over here, we're, we don't have that concern. Period. End of the Gabar. Okay. Next Mishnah. Hamoki es Ishto. The person who makes Hamaitzi on his wife. No. All right. Hamaitzi ishto. A person who frees his wife. What does it mean free? He sends her away. He divorces his wife. Why? Mishum islandess. It comes out that she's an islandess. What's an islandess? An islandess is a woman who never achieves the physical signs of a mature woman. So. Both physically and she's also not going to be capable of having children, a husband goes and divorces her with the assumption that she's an islandess Rebuta says that he's not allowed to take her back. okay Again, why? What happens if she gets married to somebody else and has kids? then the first husband says, "Oh, if I would have known and I would have divorced her. So we say, come on, go come say Yaxir. You absolutely could take her back, okay let's say she marries another guy this woman's island is she marries guy number two husband number one says I know why we don't have kids it's your fault turns out she marries fella number two and she has kids it turns out it was the first husband's problem that didn't have kids not her and she wants a ksuba from her first husband because when she was first divorced she didn't receive a because it was assumed to be an islandess but now that it's proven she's not an island, she's just a regular divorced woman she says pay me up um, the first husband could say one second, take a step back, my dear lady if you're going to demand ksuba, I'm going to say that the whole get was a mistake, so better your quiet, your silence is better for you than coming and making a claim right sometimes people come they want. We call it Tafasta like Tafasta. You grab a little too much, you get in trouble. He says, better off that you don't demand your Ksuba and that you don't end up being over all the Isurim, all the transgressions and you have little Mabzerim over here." Leave it be. In other words, says Rabbi you're not going to be obligated. The Husband number one, two, one is not going to be obligated to pay off her Ksuba. Says the Gemara, one second. Lememra, do you mean to say to Rabbi Yehuda, Chayish l'kukula? For Rabbanah Leichaish Rabbi Yehuda's concerned about creating Kilkul in the first marriage. Rabbanah is not concerned about creating Kilkul in the full, first marriage. We learned the opposite. The time we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda says, Only if it's public, you cannot take her back. <speaking in Hebrew> if it's not known to the public, you're allowed to take her back. You see, from here, Rabbanah Leichaish Lo Kukula, Rabbanah are concerned about the ruination of the get. It around, meaning the say that you're not let it take her back. Rabida says you are. Ah, the This is another guy. She had children, and she wants says, her is concerned about the divorce being ruined because he's telling her, "Hey, lady, take a step back; otherwise, you're messing yourself up." So it's a Gemara, switch that to Hanami Epoch. You'll switch that around too. Okay? Meaning, the Chum hold that she could ruin the divorce. Pribute is not concerned about her ruining the divorce. Okay. Zot, the Gemara, Vaiter. says, "Really, don't need to switch around the opinions." "Let's explain." Rabbi Yudah holds, now when she makes a vow, he agrees with her, and he agrees with Rabbi But Tsarich, meaning, when a vow needs a Chacham to remove the neder, "He agrees with Rabbi Yudah that a husband, a regular normal husband, does not want his wife to have to deal with the bezdin." So, we're not going to allow him to come by later on and say, Oh, if I would have known that it could be nullified in a Bezdin, I never would have divorced you. We don't accept that claim because it's not true. A normal husband doesn't want his wife to go through that. But But let's say it's a Neder that doesn't need a Chacham, okay, so he doesn't need to deal with Bezdin, then Sevilak Rev Meir. Then he holds like Rev Meir, okay? That a person is, uh, uh, a husband knows of his ability to remove the nadarim of his wife. Male, he cannot claim that if, uh, if he would have known that he could nullify the vow, he never would have divorced her. We don't agree with that either. Hence, we're not concerned to make a decree in that situation either. Amar Rav, says, Rabuda Yudah, Kasha The two opinions of Yudah come out to be a contradiction. Rabon Rabanan like Kasha, and Rabon Adad are not a Meaning, so you just helped me with Rabi opinion, but not a Chachamim will answer that contradiction like we just explained. like Kasha, the Damar Tanai who holds that whenever you make a condition in a divorce, it's got to be doubled over. You have to say, "I'm going to make a Tanai this way and that way." Welcome, Eiskin. What we dealing with here, but the where he did not make a Tanai Kafel, so therefore. The Condition was never a valid condition in the first place. He says, I'm divorcing you on condition what that you're an island uh, immoral. Right? So the gut's going to be valid uh, either way because the condition that you made is not going to nullify anything. Somebody tells himself and his family to and we do not redeem him. So you have a year who sells himself to a guide to work, him and his children. And once he dies, then you could redeem the children. Okay. Rashi says, the issue over here is, we don't want people to try to connive the Jewish community into redeeming them. So you'll have the people, you know, they, they want to play victim to something. So they'll put themselves into a situation that they'll become a a uh, financial burden on the community. They'll do that on purpose. They'll sell themselves and they no, look, we're terrible. We're, uh, please go ahead and, and uh, start a, a GoFundMe page to redeem us. To, to So that, you know, we'll, says the Gemara, says the Mishnah we don't do that. We don't do that. He's with his family. But after he dies, you're probably to mess up on him. Now this is his explanation. Why can't you be paid to, to the kids? They're not, they did not do anything. Even during them. his life, right? Yeah. They, they okay. And, Good. Know, but, Good question. Good question. So let's get to the Gemara. Because that should be bothering us. The whole thing should be bothering us. Says the Gemara, interesting. Amar Ravasi Ravasi says, you should know the who, shamachar v'shon of This guy's done it three times already. This guy's done it three times. So, our concern over here is seichel. Hanu be We still didn't fully answer your question, but so let's keep going. Hanu be There were people who lived in be Miksi. The yazvi zuze They borrowed money from goyim a friend and they couldn't pay back. So the goyim came and they said, hey, "You don't pay us back. You'll work for us as servants." They came in front the of Ravuna. They said, Ravuna, please help us out. He said, What do you want me to do? It's your own fault. You borrowed money and you, you put yourself into this situation. We learned. There's only been done three times. This is the first time. no. I know these people. This is, this is chronic. What's going on? They go, they borrow from the guy, they can't pay back. They, they have to work for them. Now they go, they borrow from the guy, can't pay back. At a certain point, you have to put the onus on them. Oh, God, there was somebody, there was a fellow, the Zavinav He sold himself to people from Ludai. Ready for this? Look at the bottom line in Rashi. Uma sha'aykhlan binay Adam. The Luludayim are people that eat, they're people that eat other humans. So they sold themselves to cannibals. Brilliant. Also, the Kameh Ravami. So this guy came in front, came to Ravami. Omar said to him, Top tomorrow's Dav, Pirkan, please save me. Omar he said to him, tonight we We can redeem the kids. Mishum Certainly over here, where there is Ketala, where this guy's gonna be killed, he made a diuk from the Mishnah that we're allowed to redeem him. Meaning, if we're allowed to pay for the children after the father passes away, he... Because we're concerned that something might happen to them, whether it's spiritual or physical. this guy mamish, you know, uh, did this. Now, interestingly, this guy was suddenly bearded. Now, interestingly, what would you say? Didn't we learn in our mission? It's only the third time. Yeah, it has to be two, three times. Mystice, this guy, this guy was had a chronic issue. Yeah, he must have done it a number of times. So they didn't eat him the first couple of times, and now he's doing it a third time. He was too skinny. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're waiting for him to gain some weight. Yeah, so Omar Le Rabbanon Ravami, Rabbanon said to Ravami, Hi Yisrael This guy is a Yisrael mummer. The the kachal Chafus. because he he eats the of Chafus. So Ravami, you're saying we should all raise money to redeem him? He eats the veils and This guy doesn't even live his life with like Baruch Hu. He does it for Tayavan, not to spite God. And therefore, we're obligated to redeem him. We've seen him at times. He's got a kosher uh, cheeseburger in front of him with par of cheese. And at times where it's mamish, you know, treif. He purposely eats that which is forbidden. So we know he's not just transgressing out of desire. He's mamish standing in the rebellion of Hashem. Amarlay Zil Laika Zil Go Laika Shavikli Defgerinach. Because these people are not allowing me to help you out. They're not allowing me to redeem you. Sir so Ami accepted that claim and he said, This guy's talking not worthy of being redeemed. Already it's his third time. He's done this again. He's Yisroel Mummer. It's not our obligations to start uh, raising funds to uh, to save his life. Okay, we're at the two dots. We'll hold it here for today. I get the vach. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody.